it is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. I am not alone for this episode because we have a lot to talk about in a short period of time. And I believe a male perspective is the right antidote for this conversation. So let me introduce to you a man who is from my hometown, Jacksonville, Florida, a former Division I college football player from Elon University, graduate in physical education and health, and a part of Omega Psi Phi fraternity, as well as currently being a free agent running back for the NFL and a teacher, Deshaun McNair. How you doing, everybody? Thank you for Liddy for having me on. No problem. Thank you for joining me today. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm living. I feel that. We all just living life. Not existing, but living life. All right. You gotta keep pushing. <laughs> so- Exactly. So let's get right into this topic today. It's going to be a little bit intimate because it is on sexual activity. And, you know, personally, everyone knows that sex is viewed from a biblical standpoint as a sense of God, unless you're married or how the world tells us to avoid this intimacy. But on the other hand, can sell it to us and all this other stuff. But yes, sex can cause unwanted premarital pregnancy, STDs and et cetera. But I do feel like this conversation is more in depth than just a surface level that we are given. And a lot of people feel like this conversation is unwanted uncomfortable. So I have a question for you, Deshaun. Why do you think personally as believers of the Christian faith or people in general feel the need to avoid this conversation? Personally, and from my experience, it's like you said, just something that's oftentimes looked down upon in the church, um, unless you're married. And so when people have that interest and they're not married, especially when you're younger, uh, it's something that you're just sometimes too embarrassed to come forward with and um, try to have that conversation about. But like you said, it's something that's going to happen anyway. So I just think we need to open our minds, not only in the church, but as parents, as friends, siblings, and all that, uh, to be able to have these conversations with people. Exactly. I do feel that aspect as well. And I think now more than ever, like what we're told about, like I said, pregnancy, STDs, and all that, I think there's a more greater conversation like soul ties and how your mental occupancy comes in effect and takes a toll whenever you even think about being sexually active or just becoming sexually active. And I do think this topic is important to talk about, you know, let people know what they're getting themselves into, like you said. But I also have another question, like, do you believe should people who want to engage in sexual conduct, do you think it should have an age demographic? Like, no, I'm not gonna discuss this with you until you get older, or does it matter? Does it not matter per se? I don't think it should be a like an age limit per se everybody is different so um each and every person matures at a different time so i think it more so depends on that person's maturity level and uh, ability to um understand the context within sex and uh, everything that comes along with it um, and I think that's where we run into the problem is the lack of knowledge. And we have lack of knowledge of these things. Sometimes kids coming up or young adults is because we were, uh, those conversations were, were withheld away from us. We didn't uh, get to have those conversations because they were seen as forbidden conversations. But yeah, I think that's where 
the most problems come from is the lack of knowledge. So like I say, I believe it should be based on each individual's maturity level and not not so much uh, their age. Exactly. I do feel where you're coming from on that. And just, you know, to bring the biblical standpoint in here, it says, you know, in Acts 20, chapter 20, verse 28 through 32 in Psalms 34, it's about, it talks about Paul being a servant to God. And basically he's, he has to leave his, the people who's following it, following him. And he tells the people that's following him, like God has ordained you to continue to speak the gospel. And there's going to be people against you. And, you know, you just have to be level-headed and then jump into Psalms 34. It talks about how the evil is going to eventually conquer its own self and not even, you know, bother God's people. And I'm saying that to say this, that whether, you know, Christian faith or not, God has ordained people on this earth to engage and to talk about things that we feel maybe you know, too vulnerable and too not surface level conversations, whether, you know, if you don't have a guardian or a counselor, there's always someone in a fit that brings wise counsel or any sort, any type of sort of a resource. But I also want to make this known, not for one second, I'm here to judge anybody, whether, you know, their life decisions to choose to be sexually active or not. But I am here to encourage you and to uplift you and to remind you that you are more than what people offer you to be. You are more than what somebody tells you to be like. You're not a piece of meat that's just existing. You're somebody who is important and you have to understand that you have greatness inside of you and you can't tap into that greatness if you're distracted. So deciding whether you want to be sexually active or not it is a big step especially when you're having sex you provide someone with no obligations to you the right to have an occupancy in your life in other words i'm basically saying having an intimate connection with someone can ignite a soul tie and Deshaun, do you even believe in soul ties do you think that's a thing or you know people just be talking about it <laughs> I definitely believe in soul ties because whenever you're intimate with someone, be it sexually or um, just through conversation, you, you transfer energies and um, you take that with you wherever you go, believe it or not. Um, so I think that's why it's important for you to get to know the person that you're um, dealing with. Uh, it's important for you to, to know them in and out because um like I said, that just goes back to lack of knowledge. You don't know what you're dealing with. Then you don't know what kind of um, soul ties you're dealing with. You got to know someone beyond the surface level. Going back to biblical and what, you, what we learned in church, you got to know someone that you got to know someone on the spiritual level. All right. Because spirits are real. Um, and through sexual actions and stuff like that, just also a transfer of spirits. And once a certain spirit get on you, it's hard to get it off. So um, just just. Just make sure I encourage everyone that decides um, to engage in sexual activity or if you're thinking about it, just get to know the person that decided to become intimate with because soul ties and uh, spiritual transfers are real. Exactly. And I agree with completely what you're saying because soul ties or are real and soul ties can remain, you know, like you said, with, during, after the relationship and both partners end up searching for wholeness because sometimes you feel like you're missing a piece of a missing part of you 
or even demonstrate different emotions that you were not accustomed to, like depression, anger, anxiety. And yes, you can pray to God from a spiritual standpoint and say, God, you know what? I should never did it. I understand you told me I shouldn't do it anyway. Please forgive me. Help me. Or you can find other ways to be whole again. But it still doesn't replace that original piece of yourself that you lost. Like, for example, you could have had a pet fish growing up. <laughs> and eventually it passed away. But instead of your parents telling you the cruel truth about death, they try to replace it so you wouldn't notice. However, that the fish that you believe that they believe to be identical to the original one, you could tell off rip that it wasn't your fish because it didn't show some sort of distinctive function or appearance that made you fall in love with that fish or say, that's my fish. So personally, that is what happens when you give someone the option to become intimate with you. Someone who was morally focused and doing fine in life ends up getting entangled with the hardships of others and made the decision to let someone into our restricted area that they did not have access to to taint manipulate and or replace the original structure that was once there so that being said i have a question for you knowing the mental and spiritual part of intimacy and the toll it can take on oneself do you think it would deter people from igniting premarital encounters not necessarily because at the end of the day i think uh people are going to do what they want to do regardless of what a parent or the bible is telling them to do but i got a word yesterday uh during chapel and it basically said that failure is inevitable so i want to encourage people not to feel like a failure or feel like you failed your parents or uh you're just that disobedient towards the bible if you do choose to have sex out of wedlock or um or you just you get into some sexual encounters that you know you shouldn't have been a part of. But um, like I said, I got to worry. It said failure is inevitable. Failure is an opportunity for growth, an opportunity for learning. So um, it's an opportunity for you to not make that same decision further on down the road. Uh, so I just feel like um, use failure as use failure as an opportunity to gain some knowledge. Because uh, it's inevitable say, to say that no one no one will make that mistake of getting entangled with someone that they shouldn't. It's also wise to know that if you do make that mistake, use that as a, a, a stepping stone or a chance of learning and and not just look at it as a complete failure and then send yourself down a whole road of tri um, trouble. And I feel that completely. And I just want to, you know, also piggyback off what you're saying. Like, yes, um, you know, mistakes are you can't avoid mistakes. You can't avoid things that you do in life. And I always tell people when you pray, don't say, oh, God, I will never do it ever again because you I mean, mistakes happen. Things happen. But I do want people to understand that. Yes, like you're going to do what you want to do because you've grown or not grown, but you should understand that there is more to life than being physically intimate with someone and not falling victim into the stigma of being forced into love and someone making a statement, well, if you love me, then you'll do this or that. And I don't think that you should just accept that and say, well, you know what? That's true. I do love them. So I'm going to give them my whole self, you know? And I'm going to step in right there and mm -hmm. I'm going to say, as a, from a male perspective, if a male ever tell you, if any young ladies or young women out there listening, if a male ever tell you, if you love me, you'll do it, get away from him and get Thank away from you. him fast. Get away from him and get away from him fast. He means you no good. All he want is what you got to offer to him sexually and that's about it. 
get away from them. Exactly. Because honestly, that's just, they just utilizing manipulative tactics, whether, you know, they say you love me or whatever they got going on. And it's not the route that you should take because honestly, if you really love someone and that person really love you, they will be more interested in the real you and not the physical you. Love can be more than just a chemical explosion of hormones. It can be sweet. It can be precious. It can be gentle. So that being said, what is something I want to ask you, you know, what is something you suggest engaging in to, that shows true the true value of love for your partner other than lust per se? Like I said, it's gentle, it's precious, it's sweet. So what is something, you know, for that person to say like, hey, they actually love me for me and they not just trying to get in, you know, what I got going on? Um, I think the first thing is to be a friend, uh, to be a friend to the person you want to uh, become sexually in- intimate with or you uh, intend on becoming sexually intimate with or just having a relationship with. Um, I think becoming a friend and friendship is a part of that relationship. And I think in order to be a friend or I know in order to be a friend, you got to have um, you got to have some t- give that person show, show them some time, affection patience love and if necessary maybe life uh you got to show that you're willing to give all those things in order to be a friend or to show that you truly love uh that person um and that's just my outlook on what i feel like you need to show me in order for me to believe or truly feel that you actually love me yeah i feel that completely and i also want to make this statement like if you're someone tuning in and you was a victim of the problem false pretenses of love you know you are a victim of some sort that person's hatred does not define you i do know that different experiences in life with people and or circumstances can uprise hate within you but you shouldn't let that defeat you by joining their cruel game you you know regardless of whatever it may be you are more than what people value you to be. That is why they try so hard to keep you down because the success that is waiting ahead for you does not involve them. And it's funny how people try to stop your growth by what God has for you, but it is for you. And plus, if they're smart enough, they will hop on board because I have that mentality of if I eat, you eating too. I'm not trying to be out here being selfish or spiteful or anything like that. So like if you're a victim of any some sort false pretenses of love and you say to yourself, I want to be abstinent or I don't know the next step to take. But I want to show my love. That's okay too. You know, just focus on you. Self growth is what's important. Always focus on you because your voice matters. Every voice matters of what you want for yourself. And just because people tell you otherwise doesn't mean you should listen. Like, just let it go in one ear and out the next. Like, honestly, like if you say, I want to be abstinent or you say, I don't want to do this or whatever the the situation may be. If you don't want to do it, you ain't got to do it. Don't let nobody trick you, mold you, manipulate you into thinking like, oh, you have to do it because you're friends with me. You have to do it because I'm with you. Like, no, 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 no. Having these uncomfortable conversations about experiences in life, whether it be sexual or not, should be had. So healing and growth can be made within ourselves and others. Acknowledging the 
imperfections we face can motivate others to walk in their true selves, but we first have to better ourselves. The best version of you does not want to conform to the expectations of the world, but to be confident, level-headed, and to grow in all aspects of your life, whether it be physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. But I will like to say thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you, Deshaun McNair, for joining me today. Could I say one last thing? Mm-hmm. You can. Um, just piggybacking off what uh, Lydia was just saying. Like I say, from a male standpoint, um, I preach to all my female friends, my sisters, and all the women in my life. Just be able to st- just stand up for yourself. All right? Just stand up for yourself. If, if that's something that it, if, if abstinence or even things outside of sex, anything that you believe in, stand up for yourself. Never let a man or anyone talk you out of anything that you want and truly believe in. Be steadfast and stand up for yourself. Period. (laughs) But I do want to say, you know, I hope today's chat did make a positive impact on somebody's life, listening and tuning in. And I can't wait to speak with you guys again on the next episode. But I want to do a disclaimer me and Deshaun are not um, psychologists. We are not certified in this area. We are just giving you friendly advice, you know, to say, hey, be your true self. Don't let nobody walk all over you. If you if you want your destiny in life to be peaceful and not all that drama, trust me. If detaching yourself from being sexually active for like a short period of time, you will become level-headed and you'll be able to see yourself in a different position than what you are in now. And that's on peace. But <laughs> period. Period. <laughs> but next episode, who knows what we're gonna be talking about? I do know what we're gonna be talking about, but I'm not gonna tell y'all. Y'all need to tune in to the next episode. But thank you so much for tuning in to Reach. But anyways, this is your sister, daughter, cousin, friend, next door neighbor, and homie signing off.